Welcome to the Crude Live Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spies. Sexy, sophisticated Sean Forbes sitting next to me. And boy, we are rolling along here. And I apologize, folks, if I sound a little bit rushed. But I'm going to do a little bit of a tease. Patrick Bertinoli is our guest in just a moment. But I see our 2 o'clock coming. And we might go into a little bit of overtime with Patrick Bertinelli. We'll wait and see. But coming up after, Patrick Bertinoli of Watford City Rough Rider Center. A gentleman who's been banned for life on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to stick around for that, folks, because coming up next, after Patrick Bertinelli, how are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. What's going on at Watford City these days? A lot of companies here from Watford City. Yeah, I Almost tell you more what, than Bismarck. You know, uh, I'm up at the Rough Rider Center, and we're having the best year we've ever had. And I would say that from a community standpoint, we're just all gelling from county to city to tourism to all that stuff. And we're just all uh, just an alliance on different things. And so we're just having a tremendous year and we're very grateful uh, for that. Uh, we got uh, the oil companies coming back and utilizing our space for convention space, uh, a lot of activities, tournaments, basketball tournaments, wrestling, all that stuff. So we're having a blast. What, what is the Rough Rider Center? The Rough Rider Center is a big event facility. We have two hockey arenas, a uh, big arena and field house and convention space, uh, aquatics. Uh, we just have uh, tremendous assets there that uh, we just have a lot of fun with. So uh, we actually have a gymnastics facility in the basement there, too. Those folks have done a fantastic job. They just brought 650 athletes into our community here about a month ago, I believe it was. And uh, so we're bringing people in from around the state and other states as well to uh, host events to keep our kids busy. Got a unique question for you. You may or may not be qualified to answer this, so okay. I don't know and I apologize. But when I went to the Watford City High School yep. and Rough Rider Center for the first time, that was the first time I ever saw a civic center, if you will, an event center connected to a high school. And I thought that is quite genius in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I see both sides of the spectrum on that, but for the town of Watford City, I thought that was a very good model to what other communities could do. Did you guys find that from someone else? Are you consulting with other communities with someone else? Because I haven't seen that before, honestly. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be able to answer that because it was obviously built. I've been there for probably just almost a year and a half, but uh, the school is our number one user. Yeah. And uh, so it's just a fantastic relationship. We've got a coffee shop. The kids come in before school, go to school, come in after school. Um, they may have their basketball practices, their, all their games, all that stuff. So it's just a fantastic relationship that uh, we're most certainly grateful for. So uh, just great working uh, relationships between us and the school. Sorry, awkward pause. <laughs> awkward pause. This we're, place is so a bees' nest. We're all getting our cameras out because there was a photographer, so we got to make sure we get our shots in. Yeah, hey, excuse me, I'm hey, holding my Hey, Daniel Stenberg's got a beard. Look at that. Grizzly Adams here stopping by. Yeah. How you doing, Daniel Stenberg? Good to see you again. Yeah, there we go. All kinds of fun happening yeah. here at the yep. Williston Basin Petroleum Conference. I have a question. I'm listening. Pat, I stalked your uh, LinkedIn profile. Okay. Admired. Admired and stalked <laughs> and noticed that you've worked for oil and gas companies in yep. the past. So what what made you make the transition from oil and gas to I mean it's community, we're all yep. it's all community <clears throat> relations, but So well, I came out here in twenty eleven, I spent twenty two years with UPS and uh, I was not planning to come over here. I came over here with Power Fuels and Nuvera and uh, anyway 
the community got me because they made me feel welcome, special, and important, and sold me. And so I moved my family out there. But spent nine years in oil and gas, and you know, the city approached me and said, uh, we, "We got an opportunity. We want you to take a look at." And this is going to sound almost too good to be true. So even when I was with oil and gas, I've always been about uh, making sure that people um, want to live there, uh, they feel welcome, and they're integrated in the community. So I've done that from day one, even in oil and gas. But this became an opportunity for me to go to the city of Watford City and actually promote it from a community standpoint. So I am an HR professional by trade. I'm doing nothing different than I did in oil and gas. Uh, I look at Watford City as an organization. How do we knock down the silos? How do we get people better uh, utilizing or working together uh, to include tourism? We just got a tremendous team. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing, and I think that's you know a lot of talent uh, in that community, and just with all of us gelling, county, city, all that stuff, we're just achieving some amazing things right now. It's incredible. How long have you been with the Rough Rider Center? The Rough Rider Center since December of 2019, and so. Um, obviously, I come on with the Rough Rider Center, and then we have a pandemic, and mm. uh, that was a little rough. Uh, you know, obviously, there wasn't a lot of money, so I actually was reduced during uh, the initial stages of COVID. So I'll be quite honest with you, I was nervous. Am I going to have a job or not? Um, but that entire team up there clawed and scratched, and, uh, you know, we found a way to, you know, be sustainable and keep things moving and and uh, so that that team up there is one of the best teams I've ever worked with it's a very young team I always say that we're very young up there some of us physically and some of us mentally hmm. um, but just a tremendous team that is all about service and making sure that people have an amazing experience this is incredible especially for the youngsters that need somewhere to go yeah before school and after school well, and, and I'll tell you this too, This is I'm going to brag about this a little bit, but Jason knows all about my ambassadors. He's got three of my ambassadors on his uh, banner, and I'll tell you, Lydia on the left there joined the National Guard. She was Soldier of the Month for the month of March. Uh, she's a rock star. Emma Mogan is in the middle there. She got a scholarship to play basketball at Minot State. Ellie is uh, next there. She got a scholarship to uh, run cross country at Edgewood College in Madison, Wisconsin. So these kids are all purpose driven. We're just really working well together. But one of the things I was going to say is obviously we have Parks and Rec up there at the Rough Rider Center, but we're taking these athletes in to go visit with the elementary kids, and we'll go visit a thousand of them in, over a course of two days. And obviously a huge advocate of mental health, but with these athletes going in there and encouraging these kids to get involved in the various activities, we're hitting a capacity on our soccer program, you know, volleyball, all these different things because these high school kids are an example and they're going and sharing that, that, that purpose and that influence with these little kids and they're having a blast. One of the things that I believe united Patrick and I together was his desire to educate the kids that was a, I, I think that was our first connection where we really kind of decided or noticed we had a very similar end goal which was to create an education and awareness program whatever that looked like yeah. to kids yeah and I so I drove out to Watford City I interviewed those three girls right there and it was four though actually yeah there was four. four yep Taylor and it was great because that was one of the first times that we got to hear from kids on what it was like growing up in an oil and gas community. We yep. had two of them that were from there, I believe. Yep. One transplant and then one real transplant, like from a different state altogether. Yep. So it was different. It was interesting to hear their similar talks, but also their, their differences and things. So talk to me about that youth program a little bit more and uh, the... 
post-COVID, what's going on with that? Because I imagine COVID kind of put a little wrinkle in that. It did slow things down, but um, like these kids, you know, the one thing, I'm on the Workforce Council for the state of North Dakota. I'm serving my third term right now. Um, But what I love most about working with these kids is, number one, they're purpose-driven, and these kids bring out the best in the adults. That's just the way it works. But, you know, being on the front line with these kids and just finding out what they want to do for a living, you know, for, so for example, Lydia right there, um, she discovered that she wanted to be a nurse because Wilson State College came in and talked about medical terminology. That's what got her. Uh, Haley, another one of my ambassador, also wanted to be a nurse, and she shared a story about where she was in and out of the hospitals in Grand Forks and Fargo as a little girl, and those nurses made such an impression on her that 12 years later, she wants to be a nurse. So her message to industry was, if you want to draw somebody to your organization, be passionate about what you do and care about those you serve. And then another one uh, wanted to be a social worker and asked her why. And she worked in a daycare and saw a few situations where some kids were placed into foster care. And she just felt that she had uh, the desire to help those kids. So she chose to be a social worker. And she's going to college at NDSU right now. But her message to the industry is, if you want to draw people to your organization, give us the work experience so we can figure out who we are and how we best fit in this world and how we can serve others. So it's got a tremendous story, but we just had a T4 event over in Watford City here a few weeks ago, Tools, Trades, Torque, and Tech. We had close to 900 kids go around. We're uh, educating kids on the trades. We had actually, uh, they were able to weld. Uh, We had electricians there with uh, bucket trucks, uh, linemen, all that type of stuff. And we're really just trying to educate these kids on the the value of the uh, trades and the majority of the jobs in North Dakota, you know, are trade related. So we're just having fun educating the students on that. And then they're also helping us educate the parents because the parents are like, my child is going to get a four year degree. And that's not as important as it once was. It's no, no longer trades applicable. Trades are so important. They so are I'm important. glad you're focusing on needed occupations. Yeah. And it's, and it's fun. And these kids, uh, I'll tell you that there was a young lady, uh, high school, probably a sophomore that uh, actually got a weld and the instructor said look at this weld and this this student had no idea and we were kind of heckling her a little bit saying are you sharking us have you done this before and it was her first time and she was a natural you know so that t4 is allowing these kids to you know try things and and see that there might be some natural skill there so it it was just a magical event and uh, we really thank kent ellis and Marilyn Kipp uh, from Bismarck and Mandan for bringing that to us and uh, getting all those vendors to come to our facility at the Rough Rider Center and uh, host that event. Second time we've done it. Are you guys still Division One in sports? Class A. Class and A Division. Yeah. yeah, and so that's another thing I want to touch yeah, on. Yeah, I, I so want like, to bring that up because yeah. of the growth factor. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's been a tough go for us, but our girls. Uh, and I'm going to brag about the basketball players, but um, a lot of these kids are my ambassadors. The majority of them are. And they went to state for the first time in our history at Class A this year, and they were ranked in second sport? in our division, basketball, girls basketball. Okay. So they uh, just uh, obviously we're very proud of the uh, for, to these kids for getting us to that level and being competitive with the Bismarcks and the Legacies and the Jamestowns, all that From stuff. And the Fargos, so, yeah. Don't forget about the you know the big dog in the yeah. state. Yeah, these kids uh, are fantastic, and those are the kids. Those are the leaders that we're getting in front of our little kids in the elementary school because these little kids want to be them. They want to wear their numbers. When I saw that Wadford City was going Class A, Division One, if you will, that was, that was one of the more interesting milestones that I'd seen yet for the growth of Wadford City because 
I I knew they grew, but I didn't know that they grew to the point where they'd be considered one of the big cities. You know, Fargo, Bismarck, Grand Forks, Dickinson, Minot. Williston was even a tweener for a while yeah, there, whether yeah. they were going to go down to Class B or Division Two, right? So that was amazing by Watford City. What what a what an incredible story. Well, and I'll share this too. You know, so not only was that a significant move, but you know, obviously we had to scramble. And so now we have 800 hotel rooms in our community. We have the big event center. So we hosted the West Region Class A wrestling tournament here. Uh, it's been a year ago. And so and, and we, we in Watford City are very grateful to be able to host those types of events. So we're all at the front, uh, the door, and just welcome those people to our community. But they had a great experience, and we assigned... Uh, you know, people to each of the head coaches there just to make sure if they needed anything. So we're very grateful. We're very focused on hospitality. We want these folks to come in and have a great experience because we want them back. But so we've hosted the Class A uh, West Region Wrestling Tournament, which was, was fantastic. And we just got a lot of great things going on in our community that we're very proud of. Can I ask you a difficult question? Yes. What's your favorite restaurant in Watford City? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, it I'm is gonna, a tough one. Um, yeah, I know we, you don't want to hurt anyone, no, anyone's no, feelings, no, but no, for someone anybody. like me who's never been to Watford, I would and say if I said, Stone hey, Patrick, Home. I'm going to go to Watford. I would say would Stone Home, great uh, pizza. Um, and I would say the majority of the restaurants are owned by Angie Pelton and Aaron Pelton. Um, and obviously the Stangems have a, uh, a piece of that as well. So they're just, and I will say on the Rough Rider Center too, we're working with the hospitality industry and the restaurants because part of our mission at the Rough Rider Center is to make sure our hotels are full and our restaurants are full. So we have just a tremendous relationship with all the people in hospitality and the restaurants. Is this a tourism push? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, tourism is a push. We're actually, we've been doing so well at the Rough Rider Center that we're uh, adding another event planner. And part of that mission is to achieve that, filling our hotels and our restaurants. So that's part of our feed up there financially is restaurants. So we, uh, the restaurants want to be full. The hotels want to be full. We want them full. So What about Watford City should people know about? Um, that's, well, obviously, you know, yeah. What are, what are the good attractions there, things that... Well, my favorite thing is uh, the north unit of Roosevelt Park. And then uh, we have the CCC uh, campground, which is the trailhead of the Matahe. And uh, Nick Yubara uh, brings the Matahe 100 and just a t- plethora of events into the community. Um, I actually was out camping at the CCC last year when he started the, the Matahe 100. It's a very difficult race that only half the people finish, and it ends in Medora. But uh, just tremendous stuff. But I would say that, and I'll throw this out there to all your listeners, anybody that comes into Watford City, one, I'll give you a tour of the Rough Rider Center, and I'll take you around personally and show you our community because that's how proud I am of it. I love that. <clears throat> well, how can somebody get in touch with you guys? We got our next interview lined up here, so we better uh, wrap this one up. So, how can people get in touch with you and the Rough Rider Center and give you some business, my good man? Yeah, it just uh, go to roughridercenter.com. And my name is Pat. Uh, um, we'd love to see you and uh, certainly welcome you to our community. Patrick Bertinoli with the Rough Rider Center. That's right. Sean, any any final thoughts here? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for your service. Oh, I appreciate that. Within the community and fostering children and their careers and giving them an outlet. I I didn't have that as a a kid, and this is something that I I highly value for for others. So thank you for the work that you guys do. Well, I appreciate that, and I will just say that when you, and again, from an HR perspective, if you're going to recruit people to your organization, you have to have that type of culture that draws people, and that's what we're doing. So Thanks, thank Pat. you. Well, feel free to lean on us, sir. Hopefully we can 
be a nice voice for you to get the message out to the masses. We'll try our best. Appreciate your guys' support, and I also appreciate what you guys do for oil and gas in the western part of our state. Thank you.